1: Donna and Steve's show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Yep, Daniel Holy Red. Holy crap. Cliff, he is cut. This cut. dude
2: got big. He is muscular now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's he's got that good starting body, you know, where he was probably lean to begin with.
2: Sure. And yeah, now yeah. he's all
1: cut up. Yeah, he looks. Crazy,
2: geez, Louise. Yeah, wow. come at me now, Voldemort. Come at me, bro. Thought that was like a Harry Potter kind of a reference. Oh,
1: gotcha. Come at me, bro.
2: <laughs> well, no, not that part. The come at me now, Voldemort.
1: Oh, Vo- Voldemort. I got that part. Thank you. Okay,
2: you know, I was actually um, told I was uh, purchasing whiskey a few weeks ago. Oh, boy. and a guy said to me, I'm just saying, a guy said to me. As I was walking out, and I had, like my facial was maybe just a little scruffy that day, probably grown quite a bit on my neck as well, and my hair was tall but fluffy. And he said, "Hey, you fluffy. could go. You could go as Wolverine for Halloween." Wow. Your thoughts? I'll hang up and listen.
1: I hate that guy. Why? Because he's just feeding your thirst, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's lovely. (sighs) Aw. Maybe you should try. Okay. Bye. Hey, Mike.
2: Yeah. How was The Crown, as in (laughs) season one, episode one? Well, of as, The Crown.
3: Well, as somebody who started and completed The Sopranos in this calendar year, you know I'm at the forefront when it comes oh. to entertainment. <laughs> um,
2: so, uh, yeah, we
3: finally jumped in and watched The Crown. I, I, it's been fantastic so far. How
2: many episodes um, in are
3: you? We're five episodes in. Okay. okay. And I'll be honest, when I started this, I was in my head whenever anyone talked about The Crown, I guess, because I really never you know, examined it too closely, I thought we were starting like Queen oh. Anne. And like George the first, like I thought we were starting way back in the day. I didn't realize this was only you know basically Elizabeth's run. Correct. uh, I didn't realize that, so uh, it was a nice surprise. Though Um, it's been really really fun. That Claire
1: Foy, so good, so good. She was the best. well,
3: yeah matt what's his name matt smith man matt smith, he's so great. good if you don't watch house of the dragon he's daemon targaryen in the house of the dragon and it's just like that guy if there's a more hateable face on this world in this world i don't know what it is
1: oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you just <laughs> want to punchable. hate him
3: yes oh
1: he's so that's good funny. though yeah i mean it's just it's so excellent
2: how about the bloody cough that was yeah the first episode yeah. that was tough to watch it was that's too bad
3: so no, it's fantastic and I'm looking forward to getting all caught up and hopefully in time for uh this final season, which I, ends in I, December.
1: I felt oh yeah, that it does. It's gonna be good. I will just tell you that everything's gonna look smoky. Yeah. You know, there's mm-hmm. always like a haze yeah. to the yeah. in the castles. Count
2: the lamps next time they're in in one of their rooms. Right. They got a lot of lamp light and papy lovey lamp light. Hey, did you episode one? I understand if you didn't do it after that. But I was a purist in this way. Did you listen to and watch the entire opening credits? Yes. I always
3: have to watch every,
2: yeah. Me too. I think that's by Hans Zimmer.
3: Oh, okay. Pretty
2: sure that that opening score, that song. Great. And then, like, the crown is being.
3: I, so, we have a rule that uh, the first episode of every season, you have to watch it. And then, unless it's like Game of Thrones, and then, then you, you can just watch forward. it every time because it's so good. Yeah. And this is pretty good, too. I do like mm-hmm. this one. Yeah.
1: Great. Wait till yeah. you get to the Princess Diana stuff. That was so good. I
2: have only done like two episodes of season three. Once they went away from Claire Foy, I lost a little bit of interest because she mm. was so darned good in it. But I need to get back into it.
1: Well, then they, they, they with Diana, you know, they get into Diana. Then there's like, I want to say there's an entire episode that's just about the um, Dodi Fayed's family. And I didn't know what they were doing or where they were going. I'm like, who are these children playing in the streets? And I'm like, oh, they're giving us a background on his family. Got it. And, and then it gets real. That gets really good. So good.
3: It's fun for me because I have zero connection to the royal family at all with the exception of as a kid remembering the Princess Diana stuff like I didn't know why that wasn't I I didn't know anything about it so wow. I'm completely removed I've never followed the the crown never followed it with okay. started working here um so it is actually a really really fun history lesson that is all history to me or I mean I don't it's not it's exactly hundred percent but, but for the, for the,
1: most, the most part, part yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's
2: like you could great. give spoilers to Mike. Is what you right. mean? Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah, for sure. And, and I felt that way, sort of split between people who know a ton of it and know some of it, but it was I'm, new enough for me to.
1: Right, and I I would forget that too because I'm like, it's history. What do you, what? That's <laughs> like saying, don't tell me how the Titanic you know movie Titanic ends. It's sure. like we all watched it happen in real time, but we didn't, did we? <laughs>
2: I don't know, you just said two things that are totally opposite of each other and you had conviction for both of m- them. T- so I don't know what to do.
1: I'm just having a conversation with myself. I live alone, this is what I do.
2: Yeah, so we weren't alive for the Titanic, but it's known as history. I, I get what you mean. I think that's what you meant right, by like we it's all lived it, And we, we saw it, didn't we? But we did it. <laughs> <laughs> that was scary.
1: Anyway, I, I was talking just about the crown actually, but I forgot I said the Titanic part. Uh, I've got some other things that, uh, do we have time? Oh, shoot. I wanted to tell you how much money Oprah Winfrey made for her role in The Color Purple. Did you ever see it? No. Oh, wow. She was excellent in that.
2: Won an Oscar, right?
1: I'm not, I don't know if she won it.
3: Yeah, because she, uh, I'm pretty sure.
1: Is she won it or was nominated, Whoopi Goldberg won an Oscar for it. I mean, it was a fantastic film. Um, anyway, she got, my window closed, $37,000, I believe, oh. for her role in that film. And she said it was the best, how did she word it? She said it was the best paycheck she ever received.
2: Hmm. Not the biggest, but the best.
1: Correct. Um, so I guess they didn't have a big budget for that movie, or at least not to pay someone who I guess technically wasn't an actor. Uh, let's see.
3: Nominated did not win. Okay.
1: Okay. Um... Oh, and then she says some lovely things about, she said, I can't even begin to tell you what it means to me. A person who wanted nothing more in my life than to be in the color purple. And God taught me to surrender. That was a big lesson for me. They were only offering 35000 to be in the film. And it is the best $35,000 I ever earned. It changed everything and taught me so much. It is God moving through my life. It's uh, There's an article in the uh, Hollywood Reporter about it. But I thought that was really interesting.
2: That's cool. It's
1: 11-11. Make a wish, everyone.
2: When you have heard of her... Do you know that the when you're on a Disney cruise... Yes, I do. The horn mm-hmm. that they honk goes... Honk, 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 honk,
1: honk, honk. Yes, I did.
2: Scares the... I mean, absolute tar out of you immediately. Because you just expected to be...
1: Honk.
2: But it's such an overwhelming, and it's it's cute, but it's all it's so close yet so far, right? Because a loud, blaring, Coast Guard-approved safety horn to that melody is just jarring.
1: Yeah, like the that first would time be. You hear it, yeah.
2: And if ever they were about to run aground, that you know when they hit the horn, right? Uh, are about have to that warning. T-bone another ship,
1: right? Yeah, it doesn't have that sense of urgency that you would expect.
2: What's next, Donna? What do we have coming up next? Me
1: punching you in the face. Hey, what in the world?
2: (laughs) Wow, unbelievable. We were just talking about Disney. Donna has a list of things. We have another study that's fun. A list of things that people... Some people say these are normal things, but other people find them really gross. It's the inverse of the study that we did before, okay? So we'll do that. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk.
1: Hey, guys. It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. That's where my buddy Mike Bryant practices, specializing in personal injury law. You know, uh, learned a lot from Mike, like if you're injured in an accident, It is very important to have someone like Mike Bryant on your side who's going to fight for your rights. I have watched him argue a case in court. Very, very good at being an advocate for his clients. Um, In this case, it was a motorcyclist who was hit by a city bus. He totally knows what he's doing when it comes to presenting a case for recoverable damages, not to mention for pain and suffering, for emotional distress. If you or someone you care about is ever in a situation like this, remember the name mike bryant of bradshaw and bryant don't sign anything before you talk to an attorney you can set up a free consultation so mike and his team can assess and calculate what your case is worth you can find him today very easily just go to minnesotapersonalinjury.com. hi welcome back to the show you're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Where
0: talk is fun. Studies have shown that med- studies
1: have shown that the microbial several
0: long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies several scientific studies have shown and here with their findings are study buddies the perfect married couple Donna and Steve.
1: I'm Donna,
2: and I'm TV Steve Patterson,
1: and I have a study.
2: I can't wait. Earlier, we did a study on. What are some weird smells that you find enjoyable? So, things like old musty basements,
1: mm-hmm.
2: partners' armpits, mm. gasoline.
1: Mm-hmm. I like elementary school's smell. Yeah, really I do too. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So, now the, this is sort of a, flipping that on its ear.
1: Yeah, because this study has to do with Ear. things you find disgusting, even though everyone else may think it's normal. Okay. You dig it? I dig it. So, for example, people's breath being in your face. Any breath. Good breath, bad breath.
2: I like good breath.
1: I'm okay with good breath, dog breath, puppy breath.
2: My dog breath, my dog's breath smells like absolute garbage the majority of the time. Puppy breath is different. But that has its limit. Like, don't get me a candle that says puppy breath. That's Mm -hmm. too much. In doses, in the context of holding a little furry puppy as they're kind of like biting at your nose, you know?
1: Sure. And we don't encourage that.
2: I do like good breath. I'll even breathe on people when I know my breath is banging. If I've just put in like a lifesaver, I'll bless (laughs) the people. I'll do this. I'll say, listen, smell my breath.
1: And I'll be like... Oh my gosh. Thank you for blessing me that's exactly with right. your good breath. Yes. Bad breath is real bad though. That's
2: a difficult thing to deal with. If you have a close talker, bad breath, usually rooted in coffee grounds, that's tough to concentrate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Morning breath. Ugh.
2: Smokers usually have pretty good breath though.
1: <laughs> okay. Donna. Dirty dishwater to the point where you can't handle touching it. No. What? You guys, you down with that?
2: Well, I don't like that. No.
1: Oh, I, that's right. These are things we find disgusting. Oh, I really? forgot. Yeah, dirty dishwater. You're back. You're back. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I left for like a fraction of a second, and now I'm back. Hearing someone with a heavy, productive cough. Oh, oh
2: that yeah. is tough. That's a i i it is tough. It's tough to be in the room when someone is working out a disease.
1: Like getting over a cold or a chest cold.
3: My wife for the last week. Yes. Oh, so no. I understand exactly what you're talking about. It's yeah. Oh, sucks.
1: So
2: you're it's so hearing difficult. like the cracking, yeah. you know.
1: The phlegm. Uh, yeah.
2: I mean, it, it, that is it. Spell phlegm. P H L E. G. M. Flem, Uh
1: Oh, here's one: long fake nails. I gotta agree with this one. I, I, that just gives me the heebie-jeebies.
2: Um, Those long b- real nails. I would like to add to the conversation. <laughs>
1: Pretty sure that's J Lo and P. S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner.
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item YouTube channel. Carry that crap around in a bag.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've
2: that's... gone too far. I saw one of the one of the long fingernail people, not the local lady, but another like former Guinness World Record holder or something. Guinness actually posted something on Facebook. And it was her deciding to get her nails cut. Mm. And you know what they use?
1: Saw?
2: Zzz, yeah, they have one of those like saws that goes around like spins like a circle. Wow! And they saw the crap out of her nails.
1: At this point, it's like a horse's hoof, right? Correct. Because it's that thick and that. Hard.
2: Yeah, like you couldn't say, oh, you know what? I grew these out for the last nine years, but then Can I my, the habit came file? back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I just started biting my nails again. You would have to get crowns.
1: Yeah, gross. Okay, Uh things we find disgusting, even though everyone else thinks it's normal. I'm going to second this one. People who spit on the sidewalk or out in public.
2: I totally agree, and I'm a convert, because I used to do it, and my mom would rail on us as kids.
1: It's so nasty. When I see someone just do that i've seen it out in our own parking lot and i said to the lady can you stop <laughs> <Ma'am>. <laughs> oh, that's yeah funny. that's so nasty
2: that was dolores wasn't it or doris excuse me uh-huh. doris and legal
1: no it wasn't
2: that's how she signs the contracts we do spit shakes
1: <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> deal how deal. about keeping your shoes on in the house do you know yeah. i have family members who find it annoying when people ask them to take their shoes off yeah i it really will keep like your rugs clean if people take their shoes off mm. floor i don't care like if someone walks hard floor i don't care yeah, yeah i'm like yeah well, you, you don't have to take your shoes
2: off. i never care if people take their shoes off but i understand why people would feel this way i understand the germ component to it but i'm always like you just you'd be comfortable thanks for coming over
1: mm Mike, where do you stand on that shoes That one's very
2: off? polarizing because you have certain
3: people that just always wear shoes no matter what they're doing. I agree. I, I think it's gross. If I'm sitting on the couch and I'm seeing somebody have their feet like on my oh, the carpet furniture or, whatever, or like on yeah. the rug, I'm just like, that's gross. You were just walking in the spit sidewalk yes! that somebody just spit on, and
2: now you're on my <laughs> carpet. I
1: never thought of it like that. Okay, that makes sense.
2: But, funny, we don't feel that way about the dog walking outside, peeing all over his legs, stepping yeah. in his own crap, and then he comes back in, and we're like, and they smell like Fritos?
1: Mm, yeah. What's <laughs> up with that? I mean, if it's, like, icky out, I I would try to wipe the dog's feet before letting them back in the house.
2: Yeah. If they're like muddy or something. Yeah. For sure.
1: Okay. When people let their dogs lick their face.
2: I know that that's also polarizing because like we're all suspending disbelief there, right? When we let a dog lick our face, we are choosing to not remember
1: that he was just licking his all of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every
2: part of it. And, you know, sometimes eating their own stuff, guys.
1: guys who openly scratch or adjust their situation in front of others yeah, yeah. i see that a lot no, guys just not. like putting it back into place i'm like excuse me do you mind sometimes
2: <laughs> if you get a hand one hand in my pocket well if you do that sometimes that can be a decent way of trying to adjust
1: maybe just turn your back yeah. to me
2: yeah, a little shield.
1: Uh, scream sne- sneezing or dad sneezes, yeah. as some people call them.
2: Yeah, my brother in law, such an annoying sneeze. Oh
1: my God. Communal food like potlucks or pizzas for work parties, swimming pools, sharing drinks, even among family members, mayonnaise, <laughs> just mayonnaise, <laughs> standalone mayonnaise.
2: Mayonnaise.
1: American uh, flag clothing. They think it's disrespectful. Uh I don't think it's disgusting, but America, am I right? Yeah,
2: I don't think it's disrespectful, but whatever. I got to go. We're going to play a game when we come back. We're going to play Whose Voice Is It Anyway? Can you identify the celebrity voices out of context? We're playing it next.
0: Simple, transparent, and affordable. That's what they like to say over at Crescent Tide Cremation Services. And when I say they, I'm talking about Lisa and Verlin and their team. They are a family-run business. It's a small business right here in St. Paul, Minnesota, where Lisa and Verlin used to be in the full-service funeral business. And then one day they're like, you know what? It just seems like so many people these days, they don't want the whole big funeral home type situation. They want a simple cremation. They want to give their loved one a send-off that makes sense. For them, And so that's what they decided to pivot and do. And now they just do simple cremations. They start at $800. And if you want to make small add-ons like a visitation or a fancier urn, you can do that. But they're going to talk you through it and they're not going to try to trick you into paying too much. Simple, transparent, affordable. That's what I mean when I say it. They're good people over there. Check out their Google reviews. Everybody seems to have a great experience when working with Lisa and Verlin at Crescent Tide Cremation Service. Services.
1: All right, we're back. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 with one of our favorite games ever.
0: Time to play? Ooh, voice. Anyway, anyway. Here's. your host, Zamboni. Boney.
1: It is
3: that time once again for Whose Voice Is It Anyway? It's the uh name that two, tune style game where the two of you go back and forth and try to determine if you can name the out-of-context celebrity by just hearing a few seconds of their voice. I will give you an overall category, and I will also give you a clue for each voice, and then you two will... Face off and try to bid to see who can get it right. If you get it right based on your bid, you get the point. If you get it wrong, your opponent gets the point. A lot of strategy built into this game, and Donna holds a sixteen to thirteen lead. Oh
1: man. It's getting tight.
2: I would love to catch up by the end of this year. Because all the scores get reset to zero on January first.
1: That's
2: right. All right. I'm I'm in it, man. I want to win it today. Right. And today Mike said earlier this is we're focusing in on a nationality.
3: That's the theme today. Mm. Hmm. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that I just started watching The Crown. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're going with British British celebrities. Okay. So everybody we hear from today is going to uh, have a British accent
1: because, yeah, they're British.
2: Should we do it that as we think and bid and all that, we only do it in British accents to each other? I don't
1: know how to do one.
2: prefer not. All right. Overruled.
3: (laughs) All right. So again, uh, Brits today is our uh, category, or is the uh, theme, and uh, we will get started with our first voice. First off, I got to flip a coin to see who's going to go first. Somebody call it in the air. The queen side heads. It is tails. All
1: right.
3: So you're going to start the bidding for this first one, and your clue for the first one again, Brits. The overall category. The clue mostly movie actor. Mostly movie actor.
1: I can name that voice in seven seconds.
2: I can name that voice in five seconds.
1: Mm, I don't want to give you that much time. I could name that voice in four seconds.
2: Name that voice, Donna.
1: Okay. Okay.
3: All right, our first voice. Again, the overall theme today is a British celebrities, people, uh British people, and also the uh clue for this first one is mostly movie actor. Donna, you've got four seconds. You ready? Yep. All right, here are your four seconds. Donna, name this voice. By the end of the second week, you were all getting drunk in the evening and having dinner and falling in love with each.
1: Hmm. That, my friends, is a movie actor by the name. Mostly movie actors. The mostly movie actor mm-hmm. by the name. Uh, the guy with the weird face. <laughs> um, you know the one I'm talking about. You know, he's got a strange name. He. <laughs> I can't think of his name. Oh my god. Um. Let me. I'll just say Michael Caine. You're
3: going to say Michael Caine for the first point. Is it Michael Caine? It is not. Steve gets the first point.
1: Steve, do you know who I'm talking about? No. He kind of has like a like I don't a. Think so. He's he kind of looks like he'd smoke a pipe. He's a young, ish man.
3: Let me give you this guy again, and then we'll try to figure out who you're talking about, because it's not this guy, I don't think. Uh, again, we'll hear this voice. My talkers play along at home. Steve, you can play along if you think as well. Okay. By the end of the second week, you were all getting drunk in the evening and having dinner and falling in love with each other and all that.
2: Hmm. That's a tough one. It's a tough
3: one. Is
1: it Hugh?
2: Governor.
3: Hugh.
1: Oh, I don't think
2: that was Hugh Grant. Yes, it
1: was. What? Damn it! It
3: was Hugh. Wow. Let's hear it one more time. Now that the two of you know who it is, Hugh Grant. By the way, is uh, the answer to our first voice? You, you, you. By the end of the second week, you were all getting drunk in the evening and having dinner and falling in love with each other and all that.
2: Hugh Shit. Grant, the correct answer okay. for the first one. I,
1: my first thought was Benedict Cumberbatch. Ah. Oh
2: sure, sure. Shoot.
1: All right. One so with nothing, that, huh? it is
3: a 1 0 lead in favor of Steve. And we move on to voice number two. Again, that one was mostly movie actor. We're all uh, focused on British celebrities today. Your second one, Steve, your clue to start the bidding. Clues Please. for both of you, of course.
2: Dozens of TV shows. Dozens. Wow. Of dozens of TV shows. Of TV shows. Um, I can name that voice, that British voice, in seven seconds.
1: I can name that voice in 6 seconds.
2: I can name that voice in 5 seconds.
1: All right, name that voice. Go All ahead. Right. Five,
3: five, 5 seconds. seconds. And again, Brits the the uh, theme today dozens of TV shows the clue for this first one. Steve, you ready to give it a whirl? Ready. All right, you got 5 seconds. Okay. Steve Patterson, name for the 2 0 lead, by the way, if you get this, name this voice.
0: To stay fresh. Mm -hmm. And so, from a creative point of view, Mm. that's a dream for me.
4: Hmm.
2: Mm. (sighs) First of all, all British people sound alike. Okay, there, (laughs) I said it. I said it, all right. You know, I feel like I heard. I'm going to, I got to go with my gut here. I'm going to go with. Jude Law Hmm. is what I felt like I heard a little bit of. That's going to be my final answer to take the two to zero lead. Is it Jude
3: Law?
1: (laughs) It is not. I heard Andrew Garfield in that clip.
3: Hmm. Would either of
1: those fit the category? No. The clue? No. Dozens
2: of TV shows. No, I totally blacked out. I I chose to not incorporate your hint at all. (laughs) Let's hear it again. Let's hear it again.
0: So. This thing needs to stay fresh mm-hmm. and so from a creative point of view it's a dream for me because i'm a chef did you catch that oh end? No. this
1: is a like yeah this is a chef right is this a chef yeah it's a chef it's, he said he's a chef he said he's a chef but, but
0: so um oh it's gordon
1: gordon ramsay
2: oh i'm <laughs> I'm not used to hearing him doing anything but screaming. (laughs) That is very difficult.
1: Okay, okay.
2: That man has a lot of TV shows. Oh my gosh, what an empire.
1: You, 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 get out!
3: Gordon Ramsay, and by the way, if you don't like the fact that he yells on all his shows, watch Next Level Chef. It is incredible. It's one of my favorite game show type situations. Mm. He is a wonderful, wonderful host in that one and far less yelly. Oh, that's good Yeah. He's... if you don't like him because of his character he plays in, like, Hell's Kitchen, you'll love him after watching that show. He's fantastic. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. We move on to this final one, and it's going to decide it because we have ourselves a one-on-one battle.
1: Ooh. Oh, jeez. Okay.
3: And we are going to uh, go to voice number three. Donna, you're going to get to start the bidding here for this one. And your clue for this final voice,
1: franchise start. Franchise start.
3: That is your clue. British celebrities are voices today for whose voice is it anyway? Franchise start is your clue. Franchise. Start I, the bidding, Donna.
1: Okay. I can name that voice in five seconds. Mm.
2: That's how you got to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, Donna. i to force his hand here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the right of way. I think this is a difficult category. I, I would so like too. to hear you name that. Voice. Ooh, it's in your hands, Donna. I'm trying to switch up my strategy and be right, less aggressive. Okay, again, right.
3: the overall score for whose voices, is anyway, sixteen to thirteen in favor of Donna. She's got a chance to make it a seventeen to thirteen lead. Build that lead by four, and Steve will climb within two if Donna cannot name this voice again. Your clue for the theme of uh, British celebrities. Your clue for this third voice is franchise start. Franchise start. Are you ready? donna valentine yes i am well then you have five seconds this is for the victory get it right you win get it wrong you lose here you go name this voice
1: there is suddenly this bloody influx of subliminal messaging around oh boy not
2: Benedict Cumberbatch, who I had in my head. <laughs> uh, British uh, is the uh,
3: overall category, and uh, franchise start is franchise. the clue for that final
2: voice. Let's all enjoy Donna verbally processing. Yep, take this. your time.
1: I, I, when you say it, I'm gonna be like, duh. She said, oh, she almost sounded Australian to me. I'm going to throw anything out there because I do not know the answer. I am going to say that is Millie Bobby Brown.
3: All right. Your answer is Millie Bobby Brown. If you are right again, you will build that lead with your 17th victory. If you're wrong, Steve will be within two. If it's Millie Bobby Brown, you win. If it's not, Steve is the winner today. Is that Millie Bobby Brown?
4: It
1: is Let's not. Oh man!
3: Steel. Uh, oh, he's going to go for the steel. Going to go for the steel, which will get Let's me an hear he extra point. One more time oh, for my. That's to- no, no, Let's right. hear it one more time for the my talkers.
1: There is suddenly this bloody influx of subliminal messaging around.
2: That is the voice of Hermione of Harry Potter. Oh, Emma sure. Watson. Absolutely. I would is. never oh. have gotten that. One
3: more time for uh, those listening. Oh,
1: there is suddenly this bloody influx of subliminal messaging. Okay.
3: And of course, she started on Harry Potter for sure. first role.
2: Wow. That was a good one. There My you good go. category
3: Nicely done
2: nice one. Can't wait to see what next week's category is based on what show Mike is watching at that time.
3: <laughs> I, I also just started British uh,
2: Bake Off this last week, too, <laughs> oh so my God. it's just all in my
3: head right now, but uh, uh, you want to do the one second? Uh, yes, please. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So your one second, if it came down to it, the uh, bonus clue to try to get two points if anyone would have fallen behind. Your one second bonus clue, the category, of course British folks. The uh, theme or the uh, clue for this one, iconic letter. Iconic letter. Was the clue. Hmm. Here would have been the one second bonus voice, and I'll give you a little more since it's not actually for anything.
1: Sense of humor.
3: Mm.
1: Oh, got it. You would have gotten it? Go ahead, Steve.
2: Dame Judy Dench. What was your guess, Donna? I
1: was going to say Angela Lansbury. Both our guesses, I thought would
3: possibly come out. The first one was correct. It is Dame Judi Dench. Oh, of course, starting in uh, 1995 with GoldenEye, she played M,
1: uh, an iconic oh, letter. That's the
2: iconic letter Style M.
1: M's.
2: Boy, it's amazing how I totally don't think of your hints right after you give them, and they could be very helpful. They could be. And mm. I just blacked them out. Like dozens uh, of
3: TV shows, and you give me a movie actor.
1: <laughs> Damn it.
2: Boom. Well done, though. Yeah. 16 to good, 14 good now. Good game. Good With game. With score there. We'll take a break. All right. Um, when we come back, oh, something cool that I, I want you to hear. There was a legendary sportscaster, Dick Vitale, who just spoke yesterday for the first time in seven months. We'll let you hear from him. When we return, it's Don and Steve on My Talk.
0: MNFatLoss.com. Once again, I've got my trusty sheet here of listener testimonials who, like me, have had success with the MNFatLoss.com weight loss plan. Let's talk today about Lynn. She says, I've been trying to lose weight, nothing was working, and I got discouraged. My friend recommended MNFatLoss.com as she lost 20 pounds. I was on the verge of diabetes. I was inflamed and bloating to the point where it's uncomfortable. I tried the program, and after 60 days, I lost almost 30 pounds and 15% body fat. The inflammation was dramatically reduced. I have more energy, and more importantly, I am motivated to continue on my weight loss journey. The program was easy. I was never hungry. I've recommended it to my friends. Hey, so do I. All those things bring true for me, too. You get to eat foods you like. Here's the deal. You want to get your first free consultation with MNFatLoss.com? You can even do it on the phone. You don't have to skip a day of work. Call them up today. MNFatLoss.com. Hello. Final stretch
1: of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 107. One. Everything entertainment. Hey, guys. Thanks for all the emails today. We really appreciate it. Uh,
2: Oh, here's one that we got from Krista. We were talking about smelly smells that I like to smell. She said, hey, guys, uh, all the ones that you said I agree with, I would like to add my own. New carpet. Love the smell of new carpet.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Shoe stores. I do like a shoe store.
2: We did mention chlorine.
1: Cat treats. Don't like that. What
2: do cats eat for treats?
1: Like fishy stuff.
2: Oh, okay. And uh, wet dog food. Agreed.
1: Oh, you think that smells good? Yeah, I do. Wow. No likey.
2: I like the smell of a pet store.
1: Oh, like hamster stuff, right? no, Not
2: necessarily that. I remember when I wasn't Able to have a dog, and there were a couple of times that I went into a dog, a pet store, and smelled like the dog food. Just being in there, and then like, it's maybe seeing it, and then seeing the treats, and the leashes, and the the toys, it all sort of came under the umbrella of that smell. I love it. Uh, back to smell, Donna and Steve. This from Sarah. Not many smoke them anymore, but the smell of a pipe.
1: Yes, love that.
2: My neighbor did when I was young. So good. I could see Steve smoking a pipe, sitting in his study with a cardigan, on with patches on the sleeves, reading a good book.
1: I could see that, too.
2: Or listening to a book fast.
1: Ashley says, I'm vulnerable right now, but I love my man's smell, and he hates it, but we're going to love through it. Oh. Hmm. What does that mean? I'm not sure.
2: I'm vulnerable right now, but I love my man's smell, and he hates it, but we're going to love through it.
1: I don't know. Like, get through it?
2: Uh, Stephanie says, I love the smell of rubbing alcohol.
1: Oh, you say rubbing alcohol. She
2: also says... Rubbing alcohol. She also says, <laughs> we have new wire instructions. Please ask for them.
1: Is
2: does that mean? Go <laughs> read Stephanie's email.
1: Okay. I see it. I, I think it came it. from a
2: work website of or course. work email. So in big, bold, all caps, it said that at the bottom of her email. So I don't know if you wanted us to read that or not. (laughs) Okay. I just developed a canker sore. Oh,
1: no. I did
2: a little side lip bite. Uh, And uh, this sucks.
1: I'm so sorry for you.
2: I need to stop somewhere and get canker. Okay. The canker sore medication that you can apply with a brush.
1: Jeff says, snowmobile exhaust.
2: Yeah, sure. I would say that with a motorcycle exhaust. Really? Yeah. Okay. Leather. Love leather. I love lamp. You remember Leather Limited? That store at the mall? All leather jackets. I'll tell you what you don't see a lot of anymore.
1: Wilson's leather.
2: Leather jackets. That used to be the sign of someone... Who was going places. Yeah. You don't see leather jackets at all. I remember when I got a leather jacket in high school, I felt like I was the pimp at a gimp. You know what I mean?
1: I think times have changed.
2: Styles have changed.
1: I got nothing else. Golly.
2: All right. I want you to hear Dick Vitale. Do you know Dick Vitale? I'll look him up. A diaper dandy, baby. It's awesome, baby. He's that college sports broadcaster, iconic voice, and, I mean, March Madness, growing up, watching ESPN, college basketball, it's Dickie V. Everybody knows Dick Vitale, known for his over-the-top voice, big, boisterous, sounds like he's from New York somewhere, Jersey, something like that. Hmm. Well, anyway... He has been battling vocal cord cancer.
1: Oh my goodness.
2: He's been unable to speak until yesterday when he posted an emotional message. He put this out on X from his doctor's office. Here is uh, the full sound of Dick Vitale talking for the first time in like seven months. Everybody, Dick Vitale. This is the first time I've been able to speak. I'm emotional, I'm excited. I didn't speak now, you gotta understand, for seven months, you're the first people hearing my voice in a
0: long, long
2: time. But here is the best, Dr. us. Dick had gone through a number of procedures to manage the disease, and then he's done remarkably well. The tissues are all healed, because I see no evidence of the cancer whatsoever. Right. Take care, I love all of you, and I thank all of you for your prayers and your unbelievable love you've sent me. It meant so much to me. i tell you, it's been tough, but boy, I just say have faith, think positive and i've tried to do that god bless
1: all of you oh that's amazing yeah really really great to hear that he seems like a really nice person too really great yeah cool okay yeah anything else you'd like to share
2: um my heart with all of you listeners what a beautiful time as we gather together i imagine you in your living rooms sitting around the yeah, radio.
0: move after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's broccoli cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. It's so the soup, soup, day. soup. So now, soon there's something.
1: Say it, Just be Hey. Hey. Hi. Hey, what
2: Geez, you doing? Gee, somebody was sitting around waiting for the call.
4: I just coming back to see what time it was. Oh, Thank yeah. You. How's the, uh,
2: how's... The front-facing part of the restaurant doing right now?
4: Uh, a little slow. I think uh, we're taking a hit. This MEA has become a oh, thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, so spaghetti and meatballs, huh?
4: Spaghetti and meat sauce. Oh.
2: Big difference. Yeah. I don't oh, like meat meatballs. I prefer a meat sauce over meatballs. You
4: know, I think people for lunch prefer it, too. Nobody wants uh, I'm not even going to say it because you're fine. just going to rip me. No, just no, go no. Ahead and we're say here it. to support We'll support you. you. They don't want to, like, roll around their balls and, uh, and just try hey, to play with the balls. Brian.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Dirt <bag.
0: laughs> Listen, you can make the
2: food. You're not allowed to do menu descriptions anymore, okay? This is why it only says one line, too, when they send out the email. It's like, baked potato, you know, because, you yeah. know, Brian's back there, writing, drafting stuff. And then poor Amy Bonet, who sends it out, is like, delete, delete, delete.
1: <laughs> Brian's
2: adding weird clip art to it as well.
1: <laughs> she cleans it all up. So, uh, chili today, huh? Chili,
2: you got it. Mm, yeah. I'm going to do the, uh, the salad bar today. Got it. And we're going ca- to come eat down there. Oh. Very well, nice
4: corner here.
2: Yeah, I, well.
1: Hey, can I make a suggestion? Oh, here we go. Like, on <laughs> Wednesdays, what if you did chili
4: and, and. a soup? Well, I... Did that yesterday, so let's not...
1: Well, you did soup and soup. Yeah. But maybe... We want chili and soup. The non-chili Steve's... people in oh, option. Oh, so you
4: just want me to work even harder. That's... No. Pretty much. Correct. correct. Thank to you. To make, like, three people happy. Sounds good.
1: Yeah, but we're regulars.
4: Are you? We're popular.
1: Yeah. We... Steve's
4: here, like, once a month.
1: Is that right? Brian!
2: In the building.
1: Who's That's the, true. Who's
2: the <laughs> biggest, Um, like...
1: Who's the most difficult? bag
2: that you have to deal with. I
1: know it's, it's got to be, be from the newsroom.
4: Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, I can Yeah, you know, you guys have tried to call me out on this before. I can't. I can't give names. It's Tom right. Hauser. I bet. I bet it's he's Tom not, Hauser. He's easy.
1: Does it bother you when someone makes a special <laughs> order? Off? No. Okay.
4: I always tell them I'm here till one thirty. Whatever. I'm talking till one thirty, whether I'm busy
2: or. Whatever. Sometimes you feel like you're upsetting Tommy boy, though, Donna, if you say, hey, can I get something off the... Oh,
1: yeah. If you get Tom in a mood... you get fired up?
2: You get Tom yeah. when his t shipment is late, and <laughs> all bets are off, man. All bets are off. We don't know what we're getting.
1: Oh, my God. All right. We'll yeah. see you in a few all minutes. Right. Thank right. you so for your good. time. You. Yes. Good thanks. day, sir.
2: Okay. I kid about Tom Houser.
1: You know Tom Houser? I don't think we've ever... Met
2: he's like a runner and a biker. You'd love him. He
1: was actually the MC at an event I was part of with Alexis. Oh. For A Breath of Hope.
2: Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah. Awesome. That was really good. All right.
2: Well, now I'm we're gonna leave, guys. We're right. gonna leave this place. Um
1: we're gonna get some spaghetti.
2: Yeah. Mom's and then spaghetti. We've got there you go, M M&M. M. Okay. Uh the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Our next Loj. After that, love you long time.
1: Bye.